0: Today is Jesus' day. Amen. Hallelujah. Not the Easter bunnies. Ain't my day. It's Jesus' day. We're going to talk about Jesus today. Amen. Amen. This same Jesus. This same Jesus. You know, why did that title come to me? Because he never changes. He's the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. One of the most wonderful things about Jesus is that he never changes. Thank God he doesn't. And see, a lot of people get confused about the works of Jesus and what Jesus has done and what he's going to do. But Jesus is going to do the same thing in heaven that he did on earth. Amen. In fact, he's doing it now. Amen. He left his precious Holy Spirit for us. And when he left his spirit, his works continued through us. Amen. Through man, he decided to leave a a portion or his spirit on the inside of him, uh, inside of the Holy Spirit, so that we may live, so that we would do the works of him that sent us while it's still day. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's not a, a kind of um, work that he did once, and then he was done. Now, when he said it is finished, he finished the work, but his work continues on into eternity. Amen. So you can't put a stop on his work. Hallelujah. He's not kind one day and harsh the next. Jesus is the same. You know, he—you don't ever catch him in a bad mood like we are. <laughs> he doesn't heal one day. And he refused to heal the next. He heals every day. He's never reluctant to heal. You know, everybody that came up to Jesus, they got healed. You know, if they brought faith with them, they got healed. He never turned anybody away. And he will never turn you away. Never, ever. See, people don't receive what they need because they don't go to him. Amen. They go to plan B. Amen. But he's always Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So why don't we turn to Hebrews 13, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And, you know, we're going to track some of his works. People think you can't track the works of Jesus, just the works that he did uh, when he walked as man. But you can track his works now because he's working all the time. He's working even now on the inside of us. Amen. So never doubt that Jesus is with you. He is always with you, will never leave you, never forsake you. This is what he does. This is who Jesus is. Amen. So in uh, Hebrews 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Bible does not lie. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so Jesus is the same. If Jesus was one way, one day on earth... See, this is what people think. <laughs> now, <clears throat> either you're going to preach or I'm going to preach. <laughs> this is what people think. They think Jesus was one way when he walked on the earth. But he's going to be the same way forevermore. You know, if you go to him and you ask him for anything... He's going to do the same thing he would do if he walked the earth. And I think if we understand this, we would not doubt him. Amen. Because this is what Jesus does not want to do. He does not want to disappoint us. He does not want us to doubt his works. Amen. You can bank on his works. Now when he comes back in the flesh, amen, riding his white horse, he's going to do the same thing. He is not going to change. He's going to be the same as he walked the earth, same in between. See, we're living in the in-between season, between his his birth when he walked the earth and his coming back. So this is the in-between. And in the in-between time, Jesus is still performing miracles. And I think this is what God wants us to understand today. Although he is not with us, he is with us. He's just not with us as a man. But he experienced everything as a man that he needed to experience to call himself Christ. He experienced everything that we could ever experience, and this is why he died for us. This is why it was completed. Nobody else has to die. Nobody else has to give their life. That's already been done. Amen. So his works are done in various ways because he's a manifold God. Amen. But his works are done through people through he was first done through his disciples are y'all here today his disciples did the works of him that sent them he said go and tarry until i come and you know when he knew when he was going to death he would send the comforter and the comforter helped them to uh express jesus in natural ways are y'all here today signs and wonders and great mighty deeds and they didn't stop because he went to be seated by the right hand of the father. Now, some people say, well, if he's seated, I heard this one preacher say when he was a teenager and his father had a church, he said his father was preaching, said, Jesus is seated in heavenly places. He said, well, why is he sitting down? You know, don't he need to be up doing something? But see, what he didn't understand is the works have been completed. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And this, that seat is—it's a, a position of authority. It's a position—a position of reigning. You know, it's a, a position of 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 a power. And so that seat, him being seated on the right hand of the Father, is a position that nobody else can hold except him. Amen. And so we just need to understand a little bit more about Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So the time in between his his ascension and where and his coming back, that's the time we're living in now, and he's the same. Amen. In the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, he was easily retreated, entreated. I'm sorry. Nobody ever called on Jesus and didn't get an answer. Nobody. Everybody that he even the centurion had it his way. He told Jesus where he wanted his miracle and how he wanted it. But God, he honored it because of his heart. See, Jesus, he looked at the hearts of all of the people that he dealt with. And so this centurion had so much um, respect and submission for that higher power who was Jesus simply because he knew who he was. He says, I'm a man under authority, but he knew that he was submitted To Jesus, amen. That there was no, nothing there where he competed with who was first, who was second, or who had the greatest. He knew who he was and he knew who Jesus was. So when he said, Look, you don't have to go to my house because things might not be in place there. Amen. He knew who he was. He says, but if you just send your word, because he knew who he was and he knew who Jesus was. And so he said, if you just send your word, my servant will be healed. And so Jesus cooperated with it because it lined up with his perfect will. It lined up with his word. And so he sent his word and the servant was healed because this man, this centurion, that had many people under his authority, said he was a man of under authority himself amen he was under the authority of the almighty god and so when when jesus sees your heart he will move on your behalf amen we have to spend time with him there's a thing thing called spending time with the lord and not let you him not let you be a stranger to him he wants you to be a habitator he wants you to dwell And he doesn't want you to just come and leave and show your face, you know. He wants to know who you are. It's called relationship, intimacy with him, amen. And so if we're intimate with Jesus, he will definitely just do whatever it is that you ask because he knows who you are. He knows your heart. He knows you, and he wants to know you better, amen. Hallelujah. The people who came to Jesus, they came asking they came praying and they were anxious for him to do something for him you know they they knew that there was nothing else they didn't have a plan b they knew that it was nothing else nobody else that could help them accept him and i think that's why everybody that came in his midst was healed or they like blind bartimaeus received his sight and i believe that's because they knew Barnabas was blind for 38 years so I guess he figured if I'm going to receive my sight by now would have received it and so I hear the man of God is coming my way and so I'm going to get his attention so that I will receive my sight because he knew he had nothing else except the promise that Jesus had given him amen so they simply asked in faith and he answered and he never said no To those who came to him in faith, faith is your only uh, criteria. That is the only thing that you have to have, coming in faith. And see, these people, Jesus didn't even care if the woman with the issue spent all her money on the natural doctors. He, doesn't get, he, he knows who he is. But he was probably thinking, I'm so glad she finally came to me because I've been wanting to heal her for, so, for 12 years. <laughs> and so he healed her out of obligation but yet out of love. He healed her. Bartimaeus was blind for 38 years, but, you know, Jesus didn't want to see him blind for that many years. But when he finally came... In faith, ready to receive, he instantly received his sight. And this is because that same Jesus, this same Jesus never changes. Amen. He's never trying to um, have a contest like some people do, you know, when they get in deliverance. And they're trying to compete with one another to see who has the power or who falls out and who doesn't. See, that's a flesh thing that only man. See, Jesus doesn't get into that kind of stuff. He's not into that. Amen. Jesus' concern is me and you. He wants us to receive everything that we need. Nobody is too young and nobody is too old to receive from Jesus. You just have to have a sincere heart and, and faith. You know, and that faith is like childlike. It's not something that you have to grow into the longer you know him. You know, this faith is is childlike. It's like this. If he says he's the Christ and he died for my sins so that I may, you know, be healed, then it's like, okay, let me ask him and see what happens you know so it's like childlike faith that you go to jesus and you receive whatever it is that you need some of us need to go to him amen and just when you go believe that he's going to do exceedingly and abundantly because this is what his word says amen hallelujah the past two thousand years We've been, when Jesus walked the earth until now, we expect conditions to change because time has changed. But some things never change. And one thing that never changed, I shouldn't say thing, but one person that never changes is Jesus. Throughout the years, amen. Hallelujah. Healing, he still heals. Hallelujah. When people asked, he received. When they decided, That their sickness had gotten to them and they had been sick long enough. See, there's something on the inside that has to happen when you receive from him. Amen. The woman with the issue ran out of money. And so she says, I have to get a healing some kind of way. And Jesus didn't charge. Amen. Hallelujah. A blind Bartimaeus got tired of people just kicking him around. He was a beggar that sat at at the city uh, gate. And he was tired of people abusing him and telling him, move out of the way. And, you know, when Jesus came around, don't bother him and treating him like a substandard human being. And so there's many things that push us to Christ. But you know what? He doesn't care. He doesn't care what your your motive is. He does not care. And this is the thing about Jesus that we need to appreciate. He doesn't care what pushes you to him as long as you come amen come with faith expecting what 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 causes your faith well how do you know when you're in, in faith because you expect to change when you ask you expect him to do something amen you don't expect it to be the way it was see sometimes we're so used to asking and not receiving that we ask anyway because we're playing some kind of mental game and then we'll ask and we'll say, that little voice and say, watch, it don't happen. Y'all here today? And so that's the voice that you need to shut down. When that voice tells you that God's not going to do anything or that you're not going to receive your healing or you won't receive an increase from your giving, you have to shut that voice down because that's the voice that's determining whether you're going to receive. It's called doubt. It's the devil. And you have to shut down that voice. Amen. If you shut that voice down, then you'll see a change in what you're doing. And this is why sometimes it took a long time for people to receive from Jesus because they had to go through these whatever you rituals I guess or sometimes you have to get in a position in your heart and in your mind where you know that you know that you know that you are going to receive today you know you have to have that tenacity on the inside of your heart and on the inside of your brain that says today is my day and that that's what Bartimaeus he was tired of people abusing him amen there's probably days when he didn't receive anything in his cup I don't know. But something motivated him to go to the man of God, the man that was doing signs and wonders and great mighty deeds. And something on the inside of him said, today is my day. And so we all need to get fed up with the, with always receiving less. Are y'all here today? Amen. Receiving less than what you are Uh, expecting. Always expect more. Amen. Always expect God to come through for you. Hallelujah. The book of Acts tells us that Jesus was preparing to ascend into heaven. Amen. Let's go to Acts first chapter. And he was going to be set at the right hand of the Father. Why was he sitting in that position? As you know, it was a position of power, but also that was a position where Jesus uh, interceded for you and me, and he's still doing it even now. See, he's doing his job even right now as we speak. You know, people are always talking about when Jesus is coming back. We've had Jesus working since the day he ascended, amen, and he's been working overtime, hallelujah. And I thank God that he doesn't forget to intercede on my behalf. He doesn't forget to intercede on your behalf because he loves us, amen, amen. Acts eight Hallelujah. And this was before his ascension. And Jesus is speaking to his disciples. And he said in verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. And in Judea. And in Samaria. And to the ends of the earth. Amen. Let's see. Let's go to verse 9. It says, now when he had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up. Are y'all here today? He was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold two men stood by them in white apparel. Wonder who they were. Amen. It was mighty quiet in this Presbyterian church. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 10. And they look. Oh, did I read that one? Yeah. Verse 11. Who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up to heaven? See, they were astonished. Now, you know why the angels told him, them that? He, Jesus had told his disciples he was leaving. How long? Even I got it. You know? <laughs> he said, you know, it is expedient for you that I go. And so he had told his disciples that he was leaving he made that announcement with everybody that he was close to amen and so the angel said well why are y'all looking up at him crazy <laughs> aren't you ready for this amen but it's something that was in the plan and it could not couldn't stop it jesus wouldn't stop it if he could but he couldn't amen so jesus was taken up amen and that's his ascension he went to sit on the right hand of the father in verse 11 it says who also said men of galilee why do you stand gazing up in heaven this same jesus hallelujah you need to be happy that he's the same that he don't change see let me tell you what this why this is so important i know y'all want a feel good message this is the best feel good message you can have amen because he doesn't change when you change He doesn't change when you sin. He doesn't change, you know, he doesn't fail to wake you up in the morning when you mess up and do all sorts of things. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God that he doesn't change on me because I change on him. Are y'all here today? You know I'm telling the truth. Amen. And so he remains the same even though we change on him. You know, we tell God we're going to do so many things, or I'm not going to do that, and we do it, but he does not change. And this is why this is a feel-good message. Amen? Hallelujah. And so, it says, this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so will so come in like manner as you saw him go into the heaven. And so, in other words, Jesus doesn't do anything new, but he's always on time. He does. He, he speaks and he acts according to the promise, according to the will of the Father. Amen. He, the Holy Spirit and the Father is one and he's doing what he's supposed to do. So like he left, he's going to come back the same way. And in the meantime, in between, see we're living in the between time. In the between time, you can call on him. You can share with him. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Amen. Amen. He forgives your sins. You know, you're never alone because there's somebody that you can talk to, someone that you can trust that won't stab you in the back like people. When they do not in a good mood, they don't want to be bothered with you. Jesus don't do that kind of stuff. Amen. He does things that we wouldn't dare to do because he is all-giving, all-love. He is also all-sufficient, sovereign, all-power. Amen. And so we don't have to worry about Jesus because He does so many different things that we don't know, really know how to thank Him. If you sit down and you think about everything that Jesus has done for you, you wouldn't know how to you wouldn't know how to conceive it. Amen. And that's why most of us don't because we can't. But this same Jesus who was taken up. From you in heaven will also come back in like manner as you saw him go into the heavens. And then verse 12 says, And they returned to Jerusalem from Mount called Olive, or Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, and a, Sabbath day, a Sabbath day's journey. And I don't want to get into a Sabbath day's journey. But, you know, a Sabbath day's journey is on the Sabbath day. They weren't allowed to journey but so many miles away from. I don't care if you had to go to grandma's house. If it was a Sabbath day, I think it was only like 3,000 feet that you could travel. And so, you know, but they did what Jesus told them to do, I just got into it because I saw it and I I knew what that meant because I know most of you didn't, did you? Sabbath day's journey. Amen. Yeah, we knew that. (laughs) Okay, and so anyway, Jesus had everything mapped out that his disciples were supposed to do. Amen. Some of them, they got in fear. They did it all. Amen. But Jesus stayed the same. Hallelujah. He said he will never return The same way he went. I mean he will return in the same way that he went. So he's coming back. The same way he left. Because he doesn't change. Amen. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Let's flip back over to Hebrews 7. Hallelujah. Yeah I know. Amen. Going to talk about him sitting, that position that he sits. It's good to know these things. And another thing, too, when it's Jesus' day, you need to study and get as much knowledge about him that you can. Amen. Some things that we overlook. Hebrews 7, verse 26. And it says, For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled. Separate from sinners and has become higher than the heavens. Who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once and for all when he offered up himself. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, Jesus did one act. And it was enough. He doesn't have to burn the incense. He don't, doesn't have to make a, do a ritual, a religious ritual. Amen. Because he is still, and that's been over 2,000 years ago, and I would imagine Jesus is still untouched. Amen. Far from sin. Amen. He is the same Jesus that is pure and clean and holy. Yet he went, this is what I, I, I hear some people saying. They say, well, he, Jesus ate with prostitutes and sinners. And I've heard the gay uh, organization or whatever, you take that and twist it and say, so we're okay in what we're doing. That's not what that means. He did that because he was trying to say, I still love you. Even though you're in sin, I love you. And I'm not trying to separate myself, although I am separate. Because I am unmarred, unclean, un-everything. And so he is trying to say that he is not a sinner, but he doesn't place himself above sinners. Amen? But that's not a license for us to go and say, well, he ate with. And see, the religious, the religious organization got that twisted, too. Because he didn't go and he didn't have anything, they didn't have anything to do with people like that. They, they stayed separate, amen, amen. But he didn't do that because he was trying to show the people that he loved them no matter what they did, amen. And so it, do, it doesn't mean that he shared sin with them at all or that he was planning to go their route of sin because he was holy and blameless. You know the Bible I, I just read where it says that he was separate from sin. Amen. He was clean and untouched. Yet he was able. And see, don't try that because it didn't. It doesn't work for us like that. Amen. Come on back because I feel you. Amen. Well, then I'm. A, I, I can be free. No, you can't. Because see, the Bible says that uh, good. What is that? Good. Bad morals corrupt good manners. And it won't work. Everybody thinks that. They're going to change somebody. You ain't going to change nobody. They're going to change you. Just give them a little time. Because you know why that happens? Because God said that's how it's going to happen. You're not going to change them. They're going to change you. And that's just the way it is. That's why we need to not be unequally yoked. You just can't do that. Amen. Because it won't work your way. And and God doesn't make any exceptions. He loves us all. And I believe sometimes he wished he could change for us to please us, but he can't do that because of the laws that govern the kingdom. And so he's just not going to change. You will. You know, because we're supposed to change people by the way we live and the way we act. Amen. But you can't do it on the enemy's territory. You just, it just won't work. Not the, <laughs> this stuff ain't going to work. Amen. And then when it doesn't work, then people get angry at at people who try to help them. It's just ridiculous. Amen. But God always warns us. He always gives us a little glimmer of what we need to see before we get too far deep. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Everybody's had that glimmer. Try to pretend like they didn't, but... Everybody gets that little warning, you know, something that doesn't rub you the right way. And you say, hmm, where'd that come from? And so we're supposed to back off of these, let God, you know, God is in the season of separating. Did y'all know that? Yeah, see, most of them didn't because they still riding or dying or however you say it, ride or die. But you need to let go. When you know God is separating you from somebody. And they're going to do everything to try to pull you back. I know I'm talking to somebody. Pull you back. Or they'll try to get you. But you think you, yeah, that's what I think I am. I'm all of that and more. I'm all of that. (laughs) Learn to agree with thine adversary. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so Jesus, when he returns to earth, he will be the same Jesus, coming with all power, all authority, exalted higher than the heavens. And he'll be that same Jesus that walked the earth. He'll be doing miracles when he comes back. Amen. You know, a lot of people say he's going to be doing this. Well, he's going to do a lot of things that's in Revelation, but his heart is going to be the same. Same compassion, same love. That will never change. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This in-between time, we need to allow ourselves to get more acquainted with Jesus and the acts of Jesus. Amen. He'll have that same heart of compassion, quick to heal, and he was easily moved. He was easily moved. When he saw blind Bartimaeus, he went right, right away and said, receive your sight. He didn't say, well, why are you just not coming? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But he has a heart of love, amen. So why don't we go to matthew twenty eight Did I read all of all of uh Hebrew? Yeah. Hebrew seven, yeah, matthew twenty eight hallelujah. We need to be like children and receive just simple revelation and stick to it, amen amen jesus is quick to heal and we need to believe that in matthew 28 verse 19 well let's go to 18 it says and jesus came and spoke to them it says saying all authority authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. He never changes. He is letting these people know, look, I may go. You may not see me in the natural, but I'm with you in spirit, and I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm still going to heal you. He's doing the same thing, this same Jesus will never change amen and this is something that you just have to trust him and know look at his works amen do you know him is he a friend that sticks closer than a brother do you let him in do you talk to him amen he's healed a number of people for a long, who's been sick for a long period of time see let me tell you what religion does religion says I've been sick too long He's mad at me. He won't heal me. You've been sick 38 years? Nobody's been that, but Bartimaeus was. And all he said is receive your sight because he was ready. You can't say when somebody else is ready. Amen. They're ready when they're ready. Amen. They're ready when they work on their faith. There's a lot of things that I have to work on, and I'll say, okay, let me work. My faith, get in my word, me and God, and we'll take care of this amen, and it has to happen in my time, not nobody else's time amen when when i'm because Jesus is always ready, but he's waiting on me, and I think I'm waiting on him, and I'm not, but we get together, and it happens amen, and so when when people are ready to receive Jesus never turns them away because of how much time has passed. Even, even a blessing that he's prom- that God has promised you, it's never too late. You've never waited too long for a blessing. You have never waited too long. Amen. And it, see, sometimes religion will tell us, well, it's been too long. You know, God resurrects dead things all the time all the time he resurrects those things that are dead he resurrects those things that you've even forgotten about those promises those things that you've even asked him for he resurrects those things he'll bring those things back to mind and guess what this is the season for that amen hallelujah we're living in the season of accelerated favor and i'm telling you and this the thing that and i like what uh miss nola was saying at the offering when she was saying it's permanent this is a permanent, this is nothing God's going to take away from you. Amen. So don't call the cat if you want the dog. Because this is a permanent fix. It's nothing that you are going to have to see God take away from you. You know, it's not that way. This is not a, a rebuke from God, if you can believe that. This is a season where where you have to believe that this is your Amos 9.13 season. Amen. And, and the Message Bible, I, that translation, I love it. It says, blessings, 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 one on the heel of another. It's just something that you have to receive. See, if you don't receive things on the inside, then it won't happen to you. And then you can't go around and say, most people say, well, see, I knew it wasn't for me. Well, that's why it ain't for you. Amen. You have to receive things with gladness, even if you don't see how it can happen. Just know that God is able. Amen. He's able to do all things. Hallelujah. And he takes care of all things. He's going to fix those things that are broken. Fix those things that are not right. Amen. If it's something that you don't like about your situation, he's going to fix it. Give it to him. Amen. And expect. Let me tell you what. This is This is what the Lord is, is showing me. Expectation is what's going to get you what you need. And this next move, this move that we're in expectation. If you expect it, he's going to give it to you. Amen. Are y'all here today? Amen. If you expect him to do something for you, he's going to do it. If you expect him to apply this this favor to your life, because it's already there. It's, see It's here. It's been applied to your life and it's following you around, hoping that you would turn around and acknowledge it. <laughs> Amen. It's kind of like that. But you have to uh, agree with what God is doing, trust what 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 God is doing, and expect it to come through for you full measure. Amen. God and yeah, He knows all the bad things that you have done. Amen. Don't even go into that. We talked about condemnation a couple weeks ago. There's their fault for now. No condemnation stop walking after the flesh and walking after that old man see if you leave the old man alone you'll be able to express yourself better through the new man amen. amen see let me tell you something about the old man Likes sin i'm just gonna throw it to you old man likes stuff that used to be the old man likes the, the old life the old man likes the old way of living old man don't like nothing new He don't want the new man to live. He don't want new things to spring forth. He wants to keep you in the old, keep you in the redundant, keep you, you know, expecting nothing. And that's why nothing comes, because the old man don't want to change. It don't want nothing new. Because it likes sin, period. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well, but it's still true. Amen. And if y'all don't say amen, I'm going to talk more about the old man <laughs> on Easter. <laughs> they don't want to hear that on Easter. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. All power was given unto him. And that go ye, we talked about that go ye, go and do means to function properly. You know, god that's what Jesus told his disciples. Go ye and make disciples of all men. That means go and function properly. Amen. Are y'all here today? Go and function properly. Do the works of him that sent you. Hallelujah. You know, go and lay hands on the sick, raise the dead. Minister salvation to those who are lost. That's to function properly. So today, Jesus' Jesus's work works is being done through the church see he's he's not stopped working because he's sitting at the right hand he's sitting down but he's still working amen hallelujah he's working through the church he was working through the hands of those who who he has anointed he's working through those who are his disciples that walk in love and attract people through love amen doing the mighty works He's adorning people with power and authority every day, those who show themselves faithful. He's doing all of these things through us. That's why he's sitting down. Amen. Because he's doing things through us. This same Jesus is still available to minister to us by the Spirit. And he's ministering through us to other people by the Spirit. So in other words, he's ministering by us and through us, to us and by us. Are y'all here? Amen. He's not just sitting down doing nothing. He's sitting down doing his job. Amen. It's just as easy to receive from Jesus today as it was when he walked the earth. And this is what most people don't understand. In the days when he walked the earth, people would rush up to him. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. And that's the way we ought to be. Amen. The only thing is you don't have to go to where he is because he is with you on the inside all the time. Amen. He's never left us. He is there. Amen. And so you have to trust that Jesus knows what he's talking about. His word is true. Some examples of his nature, his his same said nature. Let's go to Mark ten. Did I do Mark ten before? No. Mark ten forty two. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, Mark ten forty six. And it says now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples. And a great multitude, oh, this is blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, um, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, "Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me." Amen. See, faith cries out. Faith knows when it's about to to be met with its match. Faith understands when the time comes. And so he cried out as soon as he knew that Jesus was on his way. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still. And that's important for you to understand. When we cry out to Jesus, he stands still. Are y'all here? Why is that? What does that mean? That means he gives us his attention. He doesn't keep just doing something else or interceding. When we cry out, he stops and he takes notice. Are y'all here? Amen. So he stood still and commanded him to be called. And then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise, he is calling you. You Encouraging him like they care be of good cheer oh yeah see when people see a miracle they always want to be a part of it see but yesterday they was kicking him all in his head (laughs) but oh yeah we're down with you brother be of good cheer he's calling you go see what he wants so it says rise he is calling you and throwing aside his garment he rose and came to jesus so jesus answered and said to him what do you want me to do for you isn't that something What do you want? And I think God is asking us that today. What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, "Robani, that I may receive my sight. And then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Hallelujah. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Amen. Let's see another example of Jesus' Let's see, Matthew 8. And his great works that he's never going to stop doing. And that he's never stopped doing. He goes in hospitals every day. Even sitting down. Amen. Let's say Matthew 8. Verse, hmm, verse 5. And it says, now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion called to him, pleading with him and saying, Lord, my servant is laying at home paralyzed, dreadful and tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant shall be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. That I may say, go this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Hallelujah. It says that when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed him, "Assuredly, I say to you, I have found not such great faith, not even in Israel. Amen. So he had more faith than anybody in Israel amen because see the higher power backs you up when you humble yourself see this man was i think humility is what grabbed jesus's attention on this centurion amen it was the his humility amen that we do verse five okay let's go to let's see i need to go down to 13 where did i leave off 10 Verse 11, and I say to you that many will come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Are y'all here? Should I read that again? Let's read it again. Amen. It says, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as you have believed, so let it be done for you. So as you have believed, so as you have believed, let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. So you believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews 4. And so you believe. So if you want to know how to get something from Jesus, and so you believe. These people believed. Why did they believe? Because they had done everything else. Are you here? Don't ever get embarrassed if you don't get healed right away. Because God has to give you time to understand and know that there is no other way. Especially when he created doctors and put them on the earth to help us, it gets kind of confusing. Are y'all here? Sometimes he heals through the doctors and other times your healing is with him. I don't know why he makes that distinction. Only he knows. Amen. But I know he heals everybody. Sometimes he heals through the medicine as long, but people have to understand that it's not the medicine, it's him working through the medicine. People get too much faith in man, and I know that's what's wrong with all of us. We have confidence in man, and we ought to have confidence in Jesus. Amen. So I'm not saying don't take the medicine. I'm saying take the medicine and trust God to get you off of it and heal you totally. Amen. Total healing, because that's what Jesus is about. Hebrews four fifteen. Hallelujah. And it says, uh, "For we do not have a high, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was but was in all points tempted. He was tempted in everything. In other words, as we are, yet without sin." Are you tempted, but don't cross the line? See, we need to, to marvel and yet admire Jesus and ask him to help us when we are tempted. Are y'all here? Amen. Because it says he was tempted beyond all points, yet without sin. So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Are y'all listening? You know, go to the throne room of grace. In other words, Jesus is right wherever you want to pray, wherever you find him, wherever you, you know, say your prayers, in your car, at your your machine, at your desk, wherever you meet him and ask, make your requests known to him and expect him to come through for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The woman with the issue spent her money for 12 years. Do you think Jesus was mad at her? No, he wasn't. You know what he told her? He told her, your faith have made you whole. Amen. Don't matter when your faith rises up. Don't let the devil fool you. Amen. And don't let people fool you. Amen. Because they're always expecting something that they wouldn't do. Are y'all here today? Amen. It's like I'm working on it. I'm healed. I know I'm healed because the Bible says it, and I'm working on it. Amen. Hallelujah. So this same Jesus, he's yesterday. He's the same. He does not change on us, and I thank him for that. Amen. That's my king. I wrote some things that I, I remembered about him. The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's this same Jesus. He was a king of the Jews, He was king of heaven, king of glory, and the king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness and a king of all ages. He is the rock of ages. Amen. He's a king of kings and the Lord of Lords. David said the heavens declared his glory, and the firmament showed his handiwork. My king is a sovereign king. He is the greatest phenomenon. He's uh, uh, unprecedented and unparalleled and, and all sufficiency. Amen? How huh? he's the sufficient savior. He sympathizes and he sustains us. He blesses the young and serves the unfortunate. And he's the key of knowledge and the pathway to peace. His yoke is always easy and his burdens are light. And he rewards the diligent and beautifies the meager. Amen. My king is a king. Amen. He's the key to knowledge and a wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway to deliverance and he's the pathway to peace. He's a highway to holiness and the gateway of glory. Amen. Do you know him? <laughs> His office, his office is manifold, and his promise is sure. His life is matchless, and his goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting, and his love never changes. His word is enough, and his grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous, and his incom- he's incomprehensible. He's uh, invisible. Incorruptible, irresistible, and undescribable. You can live with him, but you can't live without him. Amen. Can't live with him and can't live without him. The Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they couldn't stop him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him. And the grave couldn't hold him. That's our King, <laughs> King Jesus. He is the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forevermore. Never doubt his power. Amen. Never doubt that he is with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just listen to Ron Cannoli again. Amen. Talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Father, we thank you. We thank you for Jesus. Amen. Let him rub off on you. Amen. Be like him. Dwell with him. Talk to him. Trust him. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That's our king. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We need to fellowship with his suffering. Amen and know the depth and the height and the length of His love. Stop considering and considering the source and know him for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Jesus this Sunday morning, just like Jesus said, He broke the curse of sin and death, and he rose up from the dead. Now we have a new beginning. beginning.
0: If kingdom has no
1: ending, hallelujah, hallelujah,
0: hallelujah. person all excited get his prayer